0: Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in.
1: Right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm zooming away here too. Oh good, let's go then. Hello everyone and welcome to Whatever Works. We're back again. It's Friday the 1st of October and it's show 146 and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, young Aidan Bell. Oh thank you sir. (laughs) I haven't been called that for a long time.
0: October already? I suppose I'm seeing Christmas puddings and tinsel in the shops so it's to be expected, isn't it?
1: Yeah. God, the time is fleeting. Didn't you um, post something in the Mimi group that showed stuff for Christmas in I September? Did. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: about two or three <laughs> weeks ago. I think, I think probably what it was, as I said in my post, is it's probably due to the fact that the shelves are empty for various reasons, Brexit and co- coronavirus and God knows what. So they've just got to put something on the shelves. So, hey, we've got a warehouse full yeah, of Christmas yeah. stuff. Let's bug it out <laughs> now. You know. I'm delighted. I've had two Christmas puddings already and counting.
1: Have you? Well, oh, gosh, yes. I hope yeah. you put custard on it and not cream.
0: No, not a cream, if you please. (laughs) Actually, it's funny you should say that, because we're going to come to something similar later in the show. But anyway, hello, everybody. (laughs) Back
1: on track, yes. Well done for dragging us back. Whateverworks.works is where you'll find the links to all the stuff, and that's our website, of course. The uh, MeWe group is out there as well. Links in the show notes to that if you're not already a member. Do come and join us and let us know whatever works in your life. We'll bring the highlights of that to shows in the future. And um, TedSalmon.com for me, AidanBell.com for me. On TedSalmon.com, incidentally, at TedSalmon.com, um, you'll find links to all of our audio podcasts, all of our Miwi groups, and blah, 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 links everywhere. So, yeah, if you get lost, go to TedSalmon.com. Now, feedback from said Miwi group. What have we got? Well, I'm going to feedback myself first, if I may. Um, okay. You remember I
0: brought onto the show last week a rather boring item, boring because there was not much to say about it, the air free P40 filterless air purifier, what I put in my bedroom to help me breathe better at night. Um, there's still not really anything to say about it, except, by gosh, it works. It doesn't do anything. It sits there. It makes no sound. It makes no vision. It doesn't do a thing. You wouldn't know it was on if it didn't have a very slight warmth coming out of the top, as I explained on the last show. But I think, as I also said on the last show, I bought it because of that feeling of getting up in the morning, leaving the room, coming back in for whatever reason and thinking, God, did I sleep in this? (coughs) It doesn't happen anymore. I swear it works. I can't. I can't quantify it. I can just tell you that I no longer re enter my bedroom in the morning and think, God, I can't sleep in here, this air's filthy. It just seems to
1: work. The air in my bedroom has improved. So Amazing, yeah. Thumbs up for this thing. 139 quid. It's funny how you, we all probably have this um, value equation with money because mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay 139 quid for this. I just wouldn't. And yet, I would happily pay 139 quid for some headphones or some, you know, um, tech bit of stuff that w- yes, would amuse yeah. me. As you said yourself at the outset, this sits in the corner and does nothing. And I, when I pay 139 quid for something, I want it to do something.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the
1: first thing is it's it's personal
0: taste. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, you, you'll you enjoy one film and I'll think it's awful. It just depends on on personal taste. But for me also pushing 60, I'm now becoming more and more aware of my health and trying to look after myself so that I yeah. can push 160. Uh, and so this is one of those things that I just consider. Yes, it's a little bit expensive, but it's going to help me in the long term by giving me better air to breathe. I'm going to be in that room for, you know, six, seven, eight hours a night and I'd rather be breathing better air.
1: Talking of breathing better air, um, Chris Kelly fed back on the last show...
0: say, that's one of the best links we've ever had. Well done, Mr. Salmon.
1: We were talk- you were talking about breathalysers in cars in France, and Chris Kelly said, the UK policy has long been none for the road, in terms of booze, as opposed to one for the road, which tends to be the, um, the, the, the non-UK version. Yes, Therefore, yes. the recommendation is that we do not drive after any drinking. In France, the idea of drinking with every meal is so culturally embedded, says Chris, that telling people not to drink and drive was always going to be a non-starter. Therefore the idea is that you have a breathalyzer in the car so that you can check that you are below the legal limit. The modern self-test ones actually are pretty good um, but you would sorry you would ultimately be taken to a police station for a blood sample or urine or whatever to confirm the reading but that's he says it's it's a cultural thing because they know that everyone's going to be drinking so they might as well make people test themselves um, as some sort of measure before they do start driving so thank you chris
0: my mother, thank you indeed Chris, and and my mother pointed out after the last show that I didn't tell a quick story which she thought I would, which is that I was once up in Blackpool uh, in my days of directing Panto up there and um, I had a lunch with a chap who kept ordering champagne and I thought well I'll have a tiny little sip of champagne and that will be fine. Well of course one led to the next, led to the next and before you knew it I thought I may have been over the limit and I had to drive back down south to Hatfield and so I thought well I better find out if I can drive, I'll see if I can find a policeman and get breathalyzed. Could I find a policeman anywhere could I find anywhere to get breathalyzed? I went to the police station and they told me in the police station, We cannot breathalyze you no. here, you have to find a car. I went out walking around the streets of Blackpool looking for a police car to breathalyze me. I in don't the think end, they will,
1: anyway. I don't think they will do that, will they?
0: Well, I don't know. I couldn't find one in the end. I just thought, Oh. It. I'll just drive home, and I drove home. So
1: <laughs> I, mean, I up, tried you, to be breathless. If you walk up, if you, walk, I'm surprised they told you that at the police station because I don't think that's. If you walked up to a police sta- a police car, and said, "Can you please breathalyze me?" I don't think they would. But maybe I'm wrong. Perhaps Chris will tell us. Well, no, no. But I
0: mean, if I mean, I would have said, "Look, I have to do a drive now, and I don't want to be illegal. And would you be kind enough to help me out? Am I over the limit?" I suppose if I'd said, "Has anyone told you you?" Just- of course. They probably would have breathalysed me. <laughs> anyway.
1: Yes, they could, do, they could do that. They that. Then do you for drunken disorder. Yeah,
0: exactly, yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Chris, for that. Steve Litchfield brings us the Taylor Fridge and Freezer Thermometer. After two digital thermometers packed up after a few months, says Steve, presumably because the damp got into the electronics, we went analogue. Good old analogue. Well, haven't I said it enough times on this show? Vive (laughs) la analogue. This looks great, says Steve. Works faultlessly with no need for batteries and it can get as damp as it likes. Hurrah for a dial and a thermocouple spring. Um, Do you know what? I would not have expected Steve Litchfield to be the man who posted this. No disrespect, Steve, but you're such a man of the tech world that I'm delighted. Yes, vive la analogue and thank you for posting.
1: Hear, hear. Yes, indeed. We like to come back to those things now and again. Talking of practical and... uh, No, there's no link here at all. I'm going (laughs) to petrol cans. You'll never better it. You'll never better that Did you know that if you have a plastic petrol can... You can only you're only legally allowed to hold um, ten litres in your garage or whatever, or in your car. But if you've got a metal one, you can hold you can keep twenty litres. So uh, actually, software, I did. You? No, no, no. But yes, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got a plastic one because, I'll tell you why, a five-litre plastic petrol um, can, inverted commas, sits in the seat of my moped. And ever since day one with my moped, I've had a dodgy fuel gauge. I, I might have spoken about that before. Um, and it sits in it, and, and I, I fill it up with it enough to, in case um, I get stopped. Sorry, if, in case I, it, the gauge is dodgy uh, yeah, and, yeah, and I run out. And, run and, I out, can, yeah. and I've got a, a bit in the seat to, to get me to a petrol station. Anyway, so I went to buy this petrol can, plastic, one five liters just about fits in the the seat and um, that's it, really. I, I don't know what else you can say about a plastic petrol can. The, the interesting thing was, though, that during the current crisis, inverted commas, of petrol stations and all that, um, I noticed that I, I got this just before um, because I'd been using a bottle which was not pro- a proper Whoa, petrol can. Oh, yes, yes. Can. Yeah. Yeah. So I got this just before. And then the day that I um, the, the, it all started, they completely sold out. It was suddenly like your funnels. <laughs> you started it started
0: a trend, Ted, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it was like your funnels. It was like, you can get these in three to six months.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you know what struck me immediately is that you're sitting on a bomb, Ted. I don't know how comfortable I'd feel. I mean, of course, this is to uh, b- uh, bikers everywhere. The same thing applies. But the idea that you're sitting on a petrol tank.
1: <laughs> hmm. Well, it'll be a quick way out. I'm, yes, I'm up I for that. <laughs> no problem <Okay>. at all. <laughs> £5.24. Anyway, link, link in the show notes if you can get one. £5.24. Oh. Well, now here's a fun one. Ian Watson brings us
0: fancy urinals at Barton Grange Garden Centre. Uh, that's not Barton. That's no connection to Ian Barton, is it by any chance? I'm something
1: not. Else, something else he owns.
0: <laughs> I'm not into urinals, <laughs> says Ian Watson. And I actually posted sarcastically, I don't quite know what into urinals would mean. <laughs> yeah. But he says, um, but I think it's worth a visit. It seems strange peeing into a work of art. The garden centre is also the best one I've been to. The layout was like a department store with different areas and themes. And he posted, um, which I hope people have seen or will see, an incredible picture. I mean, again, I'm not into urinals, but this is amazing. I mean, there are four urinals in this picture and obviously taken in the gents' toilets. And they just, they look like flowers. You basically stand and pee into a giant porcelain flower. It's just slightly odd. I remember really the ones... Nice. Uh, there's, there's, there's urinals, I'm sure we've all seen, that have a tiny little fly drawn in them, which is very clever, because a man will naturally want to aim for the fly and therefore he'll <laughs> pee in the right direction. So I think I've that's cunning. That. Have you never seen that? <laughs> no, oh, no. they have them quite, quite a lot. Cunningly clever, because of course you think, oh, I'll get that fly, and you pee towards the fly and that stops you, you know, causing a mess anywhere. But yeah, um, yeah. pissing in flowers, yeah, I suppose there are worse ways to spend an afternoon...
1: <laughs> Actually, they look as though they, uh, he doesn't he doesn't go into detail, but it, they look as though they actually move. I don't know if they do or not. Uh, and, I, and I was thinking that maybe they do to to accommodate, you know, younger um, oh, kids. Oh, goodness. And,
0: you mean they're sort of wave from side to side? or there's Well, not side of... to
1: side, but back, back and forward. Oh, I to, see. And there
0: is a sort of um, protuberance. I mean, I don't know what you call that bit in the middle of a flower that sticks up like a phallus. Um, but those are there present maybe they move as well yeah yeah yes
1: anyway very nice interesting indeed thank (laughs) Thank you you, Ian. Ian, good stuff (laughs) right next up is a microphone tripod stand back to tech um and this is something that I needed to get because of my um what am I going to call this it's my um lockdown kit Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, I wondered if you'd started a career and you were singing in clubs <laughs> or something, Ted. I was a little baffled by this.
1: <laughs> so I decided to have this lockdown kit. Because if we get locked down again in Wales, um, yeah. I want to be able to just up sticks and grab some clothes and go. Whereas right. previously on lockdowns, I've had to gather up like boxes and cases and tons of stuff to go up to mum and dad's because all so i I started to try and put some things up there so that i wouldn't have to, to to basically move house every time this happens um hopefully it won't happen again but anyway this so this tripod stand the last time you might remember i ended up getting this piece of foam which was never a really a terribly good solution but this microphone stand, you stand on the ground. It's got a, a tripod on the on the feet and it's got a gooseneck on it. You'll know all about this stuff yes. from your professional activities. But the gooseneck is really good because it you can obviously it's quite long, the gooseneck. And you can then um, put it up out the way or pull it in towards you, move it around to your heart's content. Um, and, and it's really, really good. It's good and sturdy. It comes with a, ni- a neat little carrier bag, too. Um if we don't get into lockdown I might actually move it and bring it down to the to the to the static because it's really, really nice. So yeah, my kit is growing and that is part of it. The microphone tripod stand, twenty four quid from Amazon, link in the show notes. Gooseneck is here. It's
0: very nice, Ted. I mean, we've spoken before with the companies such as Niwa that, that photographic and audio equipment doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. And if you search around and find the right companies, you can buy perfectly decent stuff at sensible prices. And this looks like one of them. This is fun. It threw me yeah, because it's, it, you know, from the pictures on Amazon, it looks as if you would stand facing it. And so that I was trying to picture can, Ted standing in front of a mic singing karaoke or whatever uh, yeah, it yeah. might be.
1: <laughs> no, no, you can if you want to. And, and and it will be, people will be doing those things. It goes up to six feet tall. But if you bend the gooseneck over, yes, you can yes. make it smaller. And also it's got, um, you know, a telescopic leg, uh, uh, sorry, a telescopic central pole. So you can make it as as short as you you want pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah. And it comes with various um, clampy heads as well. So if you've got an odd sized microphone, you can use the clamp instead of the actual bit that comes with it. I don't know what it's called, but you'll know. Very, very nice. Indeed. I bring you a
0: Stanley cordless glue gun. Um, I may have mentioned I've got a pond in the garden that I've been working on. No.
1: A <clears throat> And um,
0: right. the my the latest... You've got a pond? <laughs> the latest time-wasting Aidan Bell, nothing-better-to-do project involved drain pipes and water flows and trying to keep the water in the right place and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I needed to do some sticking. And, of course, the first thing I did was try lumps of blue tack precariously placed in the right places. And then I thought, Aidan, for crying out loud, do the job properly. So I investigated glue guns and, you know... Sad to say, I took myself down to B&Q, saw the prices on the shelves, went home and bought one from Amazon. So, you know, the world we live in. I've bought a Stanley glue gun, £17.57, uh, I also bought a pack of 24 glue sticks. What is the glue you have to put in the glue gun? £5.96. I've never used a glue gun before. I've come across them quite a lot in the course of my career. I've watched technicians making things and gluing things with them, and I've always thought that looks like fun. And by golly, it is. I've only used it the once, but it really is. For those who don't know, it, 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 literally, it's literally, it's a gun-shaped thing. You hold it in your hand. I'm holding it now. I feel like James Bond with the thing. You have these um, length, like like sort of drinking straw size and shape sticks of what is essentially glue, but it's in a solid form, which you pop into the back. And as you pull the trigger, it slowly pushes the glue stick through what I presume is a series of heating elements or a major heating element, which softens and and heats up the glue and turns it to a liquid which comes out of the thin spout at the front. Um, And it works very well, and there's no sort of squirting glue everywhere unintentionally. You need to give it a fairly good squeeze, and it comes out at a very sensible pace. Um, And it just comes out as a very hot, don't touch it, you'll burn yourself, hot, sticky glue. Um, I may be preaching to the converted, I may be teaching Grandma to suck eggs here, but for those who, like me, have never used one before, it comes out as a sort of nasty, hot, gooey, sticky gunge, which you just point and squeeze where you want it, and it works. It dries within minutes, And it dries to a good, hard, plastic-like texture. And so far, so good. I made a very nice waterproof seal on the plastic piping that I needed to... Um, and I'm looking forward to using it again. It's cordless. Sorry. Yes, Ted? Do do you have to use their own stuff,
1: their own glue, or can you use... No,
0: I went for this because, being completely inexperienced, I bought these particular glue sticks from Stanley because I knew they'd fit and work. I thought if I tried to find some of my own, I'd buy the wrong thing. So I just bought these because Amazon said, people who buy this also buy that. And I thought, oh, well, I'm a people, I'll buy one too. Um, No, I was just going to say, it comes with a detachable figure of eight mains... um, cable so you can plug that in the bottom of it uh, to heat it up and it heats up in about three or four minutes, nice and quick and you can then pull it out, I don't know how long it would, it reckons it lasts for about ten minutes unplugged, I didn't have to test that because my job was over quicker than that, but I did indeed pull it out took it out into the garden and it worked perfectly well for the three or four minutes that I needed it to Um, Mm. As I say it's gun shape with a trigger it's got a little sort of pull down metal stand thing at the front if you imagine putting the gun down base down on the floor very like a little mini bicycle stand if you will exactly how you a bicycle stand pulls out from the bottom of a bike to hold it upright. you then pull this little stand out and then you can put it down and it's at rest not falling down on its side ready for you to just pick up and use again as you need to.
1: Very cool. And it's
0: made by Stanley, which is, of course, a name that we've, we've known and trusted for many years. And it feels good and chunky. It doesn't feel like something that's going to break after a couple of weeks. And as I say, I'm looking forward to using it again.
1: Very exciting. There we it's, are. it's no, it, it's no wonder Amazon get the trade, is it? I have just looked it up on B and Q, and it's twenty one quid, exactly the same product. Yes, yeah, twenty twenty one quid. I, I suppose seventeen pounds seventy five. So that so they've got three pound twenty five um, markup on that, presumably that Amazon are either swallowing or whatever. But I, I guess that some people would rather pay the three pound twenty five to be able to go to a shop and hold it before they buy it. But then with Amazon's um, no quibble return policy and collection and whatever.
0: Uh,
1: it's just interesting to see. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah I should of... I
0: should explain my logic because I actually don't approve of people going into a shop, like the people go into a bookshop and peruse all the books and choose the ones they want and then go and buy them on Amazon. And I don't know that I approve of that. My, my case was that I looked at 20-odd quid and thought, that's too much. I don't want to spend £20 on this glue gun I only need for one project. I'll think of something else. And then I went home and looked on Amazon and behold, there was the same gun for 17 quid. So I thought, oh, well, in that case, I'll have it.
1: Very good. Thank you. I wish I had a use for it. (laughs) Actually, I'm sure I probably could find one.
0: (laughs) Now, you've found another item with a lovely, unpronounceable name or a weird name. And I I enjoy these. What's this one called?
1: And it's another LED lamp. Sorry, <laughs> fast forward me by about two minutes. I'll, I'll be No, quick. You're,
0: you're allowed LED lamps as long as they've always got funny names.
1: Okay. This is a <laughs> wop-y-ton, wop-y-ton, um desk lamp. And the, the reason why this is slightly different to the previous ones we've covered is that it's, um, it's like a, a long tube. Um, like a the kind of tube that you'd have over the top of a, a, a picture frame on a wall or something. So instead of it being one round bit or a lump of LEDs together or, or a ring one like we had um, for my mother with her with her jigsaw, yes. this is actually a long one right. and it's quite long. It's nearly a, it's nearly a foot long um, and it's got loads of... Uh, the, the usual thing, I think actually they make all these in the same factory. It's got ten dimmable brightnesses, it's got three light modes, remote control in, in in the cable is exactly the same as all the other ones um, so I think they, they're all made by the same company really mm-hmm. rebadged but I've used this on my bedside table it gives a good light out over a broader um, uh, 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 area but you could actually use it over a keyboard um, as I say over your computer or whatever it's got a um, USB-A cable no plug in the box but we've all got hundreds of those it works with anything any old um, USB-A um, power yes, brick yes yes um, no battery in it so it's it's wired in anyway um and it's 16.99 I got it for um, I think it was 899 or 9.99 um, on a cheap deal but yeah even for 1699 I think it's pretty good a really really good flexible lamp and um, that also is on a, a quite a long gooseneck which you can adjust to what you want and clamp it to your desk you do you do have to have to, to think about where you're going to clamp it to to some degree because the the bedside table that I had the first one I I, I had in place just didn't have anywhere to clamp it onto i was trying to find one really hard yes yes so i had to swap it over with another one um so yeah you need you do need to consider that and the clamp is really really strong um you know uh, my mum with the one we got her for jigsawing she struggles to actually move that to open it up so that that the springs are really good on them anyway there you go um you can stop fast-forwarding now it's very nice, Ted. I'm beginning to think... Now, we all know about your AA battery fetish.
0: I'm beginning to think you've got a bit of a gooseneck fetish as well. You've brought several <laughs> products with goosenecks. It seems to be a thing yeah. with you. But this does look very nice, and I, I, I also enjoy gooseneck products because you can put it somewhere, and yet it's then adjustable, in, whether yeah. it's a microphone stand or a LED light or whatever it is, adjustable once it's been fitted. It's not absolutely permanent
1: where you, where you first put it. Yeah, Absolutely. And with the clamp, if you've got somewhere to put it, it, it's really strong then. It's not like it's on a on a stand on a desk or something, which yes. which, which could um, topple over if you put it at the wrong angle. Um, but, yeah, these clamps are really good. Anyway, there you go. Uh, the Wapun <laughs> desk clamp. <laughs> Link in the show notes. I've got an
0: idea, Ted. Let's play a jingle so we can have a sip of tea. Ted's
1: Top Tips. Ted's Top Tips.
0: Ted's Top Tips. Hmm. Ah, thank you. Yes. Right. What's next?
1: Cheap DVDs is next. Here's a quick one. I think I've done this before, but I, I, I was, I, I, someone linked me to a DVD on Amazon, and it was a quid. And I thought, no, it's not a quid really. There'll be postage on that. Nope, it was a quid delivered. So I started hunting around again, and um, I found one at one pound thirty nine. One pound at one, I found one at one sixty five. Wow. Um, there are some uh, um, exactly <clears throat> a quid. Um, so it's worth just going to Amazon if you're still buying DVDs or tempted to buy DVD and search for cheap DVD. And also on the left there's a price filter which which a lot of people miss. So you can go down to that filter and I put in like for example um one pound minimum and one pound forty nine maximum um, and then you, um, you you tell it to go, and it, and it, it in theory it only returns results from yes. that price. I've been playing in, with that in, filter in, recently. It, it, well, yes. in, yeah. in actual fact, if you've been playing with it, you'll have noticed that it's not foolproof. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. the, the, they want, are, they
0: still want you to. They still try to push yeah, what they want on yeah, you. Yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. But it does a reasonable job, you, and you find you do find cheap stuff. Anyway, that was my first top tip. Um, if you're still buying DVDs, make sure you check out Amazon and. Um, uh you know you you'll get some really cheap dvds now as they are phasing them out presumably.
0: I think that's what it is yeah, so, so get in while they're still there um, yes. I had a wonderful DVD purchase this week, um, as, as people may know, the best television series in the world ever, is the West Wing, of which I'm a big fan and I have all seven seasons on DVD, and there is a specialist American collector's edition that's got all, you know, a beautiful box and it comes with all the extras and the making of's and all the various bits and pieces that the geeky fans like me love, and the only time I ever found a copy was 200 quid in, a, in an American import Shop and so no, I didn't buy it. I found it on Amazon last week, on Amazon, on on eBay last week, eight pounds ninety nine. Nobody bid. I bought it. <laughs> I paid five pounds postage. I got the whole thing for fourteen quid. It arrived yesterday, and I couldn't be happier. So oh. Viva DVDs, absolutely Viva analog. Well, it's not quite analog, indeed. but it's analog when you compare to modern streaming services. I would call DVDs analog.
1: <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, it's uh, interestingly, I don't have a DVD player because um, I just ripped them all to, um, to MP4s. Oh, heathen, heathen. <laughs> but, 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 but but that's not the point. I, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, I, people still, some people, many people still do have a DVD player yes, yes. under their telly, and um, they can use them. Anyway, as, there I've, there.
0: as I've said in Better Before, before, um, I'm very much in favour of having, whether it's a DVD or on your own hard drive, of having the movie immediately accessible on your own device because streaming is horrible. You can't go forward yeah, and backwards yeah. in a hurry with the streaming service. You can't just say, oh, I missed that line. Let me just whiz back and hear it again. And you've suddenly found you've wound back to the beginning of the programme. So um, absolutely. Yeah. John Doe and totally, it's a complete tangent here. John Doe on curry stains on plastic chopping boards. Now, I wasn't even going to try to link that to DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with staining, says John, is caused by turmeric. Turmeric is notorious for staining plastic. It needs immediate attention, otherwise the stain sets in and and requires a lot of elbow grease to remove the tint. One fix is to use vegetable oil. Just rub it in. Another fix is lemon juice. My problem with stained plastic cutting boards comes from tomatoes. My board turns almost black after a month. The fix i found is to pour a little Clorox, which is a chlorine bleach, neat over it. Just sprinkle a little and let it work and then use a scrub pad. The idea here is to rub the Clorox deeper into the cuts on the board so that it can bleach the stains and let them out. It works uh, over some time. You need about an hour. Let it work, he says. (laughs) Come back after 20 minutes and a little scrub and then go away and come back and go away and so on. It does reduce the stains considerably, I have found. Give the board a good wash afterwards, of course, and I have to repeat the process again after a couple of months. Well, thank you, John. <laughs> now Very we good. know how to clean our plastic shopping th- boards.
1: That's a really good tip. It uh, is, and, yeah, because plastic actually, stains interest- can be a sod, yes. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing was that John had commented to a um, thread in MeWe, which I had posted, in July 2020. <laughs> So just last week, um, I I don't know if um, maybe that reflects a good search engine inside MeWe, but obviously he'd searched um, for that and found it. Um, And maybe over time, people are looking at older posts. Um, I I, I, I do know a couple of people on MeWe who clearly have this um, Sunday job. Because all of their comments and all of their emojis and everything they do is on Sunday yes, afternoon, yes. and then you don't hear from them for the rest of the week. They're, they're just not anywhere, and and it's obvious that on Sunday afternoon, that's the their weekly job yes. to go and look at MeWe, I can which a- is fair enough. I can appreciate that. I mean,
0: uh, as people may know, I've suddenly found myself extremely busy for the last two or three weeks. It's all going to end at the end of next week, but and so I'm in a way I'm the same. I will when I get the chance, I will sit down on MeWe and I will look through the groups and see what I what I'm interested to comment on, and it will all happen at one point. Um, Indeed. but Which is why also, I mean, for instance there was, a, oh, I can't remember what it was, oh a lens I was on the uh, cam- camera camera Group about a particular lens I was interested in and although some time had passed and uh, no one was commenting anymore, I nevertheless went back to give an update and say I've now done this that and the other, I own a lens, it's all done because I do real, I do appreciate that people might come back in a pe- after a period of time and look up the thread again, so it's always nice to yeah. continue to update threads even if they may appear to be out of date
1: Yeah, indeed, so well done John, thank you for that, Indeed, and a good TED Talk t- Tip. One last TED top tip. It was from Judy Lopez. Can we say um, a TED's on... top
0: chopping board chop tip tips? TED. Tip. Never
1: mind. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Judy Lopez. Um, on frugal photo calendars. I wanted a 365-day photo calendar for next year. Um, she says, I found what I wanted, but it was a bit expensive at 16 euros. So I bought the same calendar, calendar dated 2020, and it was only seven and a half euros. <laughs> Photos and dates are just the same. I just have to remember which day it is. I even got one photo extra as 2020 was a leap year. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's a really, that, that is a good tip because if you don't particularly need to see the dates and use it as a wall calendar for the dates, then, you know, you get a general idea of what, what's what, don't you? And you still get all the lovely photos and it's less than half price.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm too old and senile for that. I would just constantly be confused myself it's wednesday no it can't be wednesday it says tuesday on my calendar but yes i take the point if judy is able to deal with it then yeah why not i mean we say the same with phones and things don't we buy last year's at half the price and it's practically as good as this year's i shouldn't say that to you should i but i mean (laughs) the same principle applies here why pay twice the price for this year's calendar if last year's calendar will will do the job for you well done judy
1: indeed now i wonder who bought it so do i who it. Someone has bought the Everester 360 smartphone tripod. And the reason that it's a smartphone tripod is simply because they provide you with a clamp thingy to put on the three, the quarter inch thread. Oh, yes. Yeah. Instead of so you can take it off and use it for a camera or whatever with a quarter inch thread. But anyway, someone's bought this for their for their phone, obviously. And it's um, it's made of aluminium. It's um, it's a little tripod. It looks like a, a kind of desktop stand, really, um, rather than a, a floor one. But it does come up to 42 inches in maximum, uh, but you can shrink it down and, and uh, use it on a desktop. So if you want to do, um, you know, I don't know, um, Zoom recordings or whatever, yes, yes. you can do that. Um, now, it comes with a Bluetooth wireless remote shutter. Oh, yes. um, but in order to, uh, from what I understand here, from in order to use that, you need to install, their app which is called the Camera 360 Um, so you can't use the the Bluetooth wireless remote shutter if you're using the default camera in the phone if you follow so um, yeah beware of that yes Uh, extending centre column as usual with tripods quick release lock legs um, non-slip rubber feet spirit level as well which is always handy and um, it's got a three way pan and tilt head you'll know all about that um, and the, the good Aren't they thing magicians is that... in Las Vegas, Pan and Tilt? Sorry. I'm throwing you completely I was trying to think of a joke there. <laughs>
0: I'll just get back
1: in my box. Something about tellers, but it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) You're a good teller of jokes, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) That's the one. That's the one. £14.90 is the good news, though. That's a really nice little looking tripod for very little money, I think. It's not quite cheap as chips, but it's actually not far off. Yeah, I like this, Ted. I was
0: slightly wondering whether they're just trying to find a clever way of flogging their tripod by calling it a phone tripod when it's actually just a small tripod. But as you say, it comes with the phone attachment and with the trigger, which they've thrown in. Uh, Very nice. It looks like a nice, sound little tripod. I was a little bit thrown by the picture. I initially thought there were six tripods, but as you pointed out to me, it's actually one tripod in six different positions. Um, Very nice. And again, at a very decent price. You don't have to go and pay hundreds of pounds for a Manfrotto tripod when you can buy something like this
1: yeah and I bet you I mean I'm not sure if you extend it right up to its tallest height I'm not sure how sturdy it will be but certainly if if you wanted it for a desktop at 14 inches yes, height yes. it would be really solid I would guess um, and, and wouldn't move at all yes. but um, yeah yeah but for that kind of price you think well it's worth having in the armoury and you can also buy it in black if you want Actually, the black's much oh, nicer. Oh, that's than the, very than the sexy. Silver. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 Now it's very, funny. Very My
0: nice. <clears throat> expensive Manfrotto tripod, but which I use for business, is black, and that
1: that I that I do enjoy
0: that. I think black is a nice colour for such a thing.
1: I I, I always prefer black over silver. I used to find this with cameras that people would like the um, retro feel of of silver, um, you know, a chrome. Yes. But I always, always tried to get the black one of everything.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, stereo equipment. I mean, Denon amps and things back in the old days. I would always go for the blackface here rather than the silver one.
1: Yeah.
0: There you go. But each to their own, as we've always said. Let's have another jingle. I'm building a pond.
1: Not another one. I needed, You've already got one. I
0: needed some modelling, Clay. I was, uh, again, faffing around with the whole water feature. I realised that the best way that I could fix something to something else, which I won't bore you with, was clay. Um, and I, I thought you used a glue gun. Uh, th- that was something else. This is another job. I'm just not going to bore you <laughs> with one job after the other. Now, again, I mean, I have a repeat story here. I went to John Lewis. And I yeah. said, do you still sell modeling clay? And she said, no, we don't have any anymore. And I said, do you know where I can get some? And she said, no, I don't. So I went home and bought it from Amazon. What's a man to do? Uh, mm. <laughs> this is DAS, DAS modeling clay. If you look at the picture, you'll probably recognize it. It's, it's an image I think we all know from days of, in the old days, when you could buy Hornby model railways, you probably saw this stuff on the shelves as well. Four quid for a kilogram. So it's not exactly expensive. Cheap as chips, absolutely. Um mm. Uh, what do you do with it? You, you you Basically, you open the packet and you use it as clay. It's just clay. It's ready-formed. It's there. It's a clay. You mould it into... What, it's like plasticine, basically. You mould it into whatever shape you want. Leave it alone. It takes a while. It took a couple of days, two or three days, to actually set solid but that's what happens you don't need to fire it um you you just make what you want leave it alone and it will set hard and as i say i actually used it out at the pond i wanted to sort of incorporate a hose pipe into some rocks and the hose needed holding in position so i just sort of molded some rock-like shapes with the clay and put the hose in position and voila it worked to treat Four pounds for a kilogram of clay. Well, I've, now, I've now wrapped up the remaining very tightly with gaffer tape and put it in an air-sealed plastic box, the type of which we've spoken of many times, because I fear once the air gets in, it'll probably dry out. But um, there we go. Four quid.
1: Can't I just, go wrong. I, I just ordered some. Have you just ordered some? They, because, uh, it, because my, my mum, my, my mum with her knee operation going on, she's really bored and looks for things to, as pastimes. Oh, um, and she started. We tried to get her into. Well, she's doing her jigsaws, as we know, and we we bought her an easel and some uh, a little painting kit, and she had a go at that. Oh, lovely. Um, so this one might actually give her something else to My only and, and warning
0: is it can be a little bit oily. She might find if she's worked right. with it for a while, she's going to need to wash her hands now and again because it can be slightly yeah. oily It's the only thing and I've then, found.
1: Uh, and then can you get paint and paint I this?
0: believe so. I mean, I'm no expert. Right. Again, like the glue gun, it's the first time I've ever used this stuff, but I, I believe you can. I've also seen it in two different colours. There's the white colour, which I bought, and you can also get a terracotta colour. Ooh. I
1: didn't notice that. I, I don't know which one I ordered, no. Ah, oh, well, um, let's go. Go. I'll I'll see live on air, one I Ted's ordered. panicking the about the colour.
0: The defaulted probably, probably defaulted to white because I actually wanted, white, yeah. yeah, I wanted grey, a sort of coffee grey colour, but I couldn't find that. So actually, what I did do is when I when I sort of kneaded it and prepped it, I just put a tiny bit of brown paint in as I was doing so, and it did take the white hue down a little bit.
1: Oh right, okay.
0: So Very your mother can have fun with that. Apparently, you, I did look it up online, and you can put food colouring in. You can use paint uh, if you want. To, to change the colour of it while you're working with it. Yeah, and vanilla flavouring. A vanilla flavouring as well, yeah. It tastes <laughs> lovely when you finish.
1: <laughs> right, talking of mother, um, she bought a decor microwave uh, soup noodle bowl. We did some bowls on the last show, so we won't go over the top on this, but this was a particularly nice one. She went off and got it um without reference to anyone mm-hmm. and just fan and just fancy the look of it. She said that um She's she the the ones we talked about last time were really nice but they were not quite big enough for some of the tasks she had to do so she went and got this one one 0.15 liters, um, a cute little bowl with a, a clip-on lid in the same way as the other ones. Um, microwave safe, obviously. a Dishwasher safe. Uh, it is 5.99, oh, so I cheated. Calling on the...
0: Judge Barton. <laughs> Judge Barton,
1: I'm told off. Um, but she likes it very much. Um, I, I personally, I like the Sistema stuff. And yes. Um, there is actually one that complies with the fi- under a fiver one, which I'll link to also in the show notes a noodle bowl and that looks really nice and uh, 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 the systema stuff I think has got really, really nice clamping mechanism and it's made really well and they they work superbly well but yeah, Mum's decor one as well um both are good stuff and more microwave tools. I'm glad you were bowled over. <laughs> 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 You wouldn't want to be bowled over by this. I want one, I want one, I want one. I want one of those.
0: What do you want, Mr. Salmon? I'm afraid I'm fine. My chakras are centred this week. I don't want anything at all. Well, the,
1: bowl, the bowled over reference is uh, the electric bike, you see. Um, the, the, the Vinci, as, as opposed to Da Vinci, or maybe it's pronounced. Vinci. 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 Yeah. Hey, a Vinci, yeah. <laughs> 750 watt electric bike. Um, which you, you can speed along at at 35 miles an hour Whoa. which is faster than most of these electric bikes or hybrid bikes um it's got a range of 35 to 50 miles and a rechargeable um 48 volt 15 um, amp hour battery fitted with 20 inch uh, wheels hydraulic brake system front fork blah 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 pedal assisted when needed when you're going up hills i suppose um Oh no, the opposite, isn't it? You pedal going down the hill and get the help going up a hill. Anyway, seven gears, blah, bar, blah, blah, um, and this is an early bird pledge thing here, and it's costing seven hundred and thirty-two oh. quid. That's the cheapest you can get it for. But it does look it like a serious. It does bit of look kit.
0: sexy. It look it looks. I mean, as a non-rider, it looks like the handlebars are terribly low to me. I wouldn't yeah. expect those handlebars to be high, but it does look nice, and I. Lo- it looks like
1: a sporty thing, doesn't and it?
0: And again, although I haven't actually ever ridden one, I get the idea I, I mean I've seen people go by on bikes with these huge great big chunky tires, and they do look fun
1: yeah yeah, yeah. It, it looks more like a, a sporting motorbike yeah. like a retro 1920s motorbike that you'd see uh, yes. sterling moss on now no, here's no, the, the thing person. ted <laughs>
0: um one of my I,
1: I have a I have a,
0: a a conversation starter question that I like to ask people which is when does a rock in the sea become an island. How big does a rock have to be before it's no longer a rock sticking out of the sea? It's an island. And then you have conversations about when moss begins to grow or when it can support a goat or whatever the heck it is. Now, I've got a similar question. When does a bike become a motorbike? I suppose it's more of a legal thing than anything else. But surely if an electric bicycle becomes so big and so chunky with such a good engine, it's no longer a bicycle. It's a motorbike.
1: Yeah and, and Chris Kelly did chip in at this point and says that you're not this particular vinci one you're not allowed to use in the UK you you in all because of the um power and speed it goes you've got to have a motorcycle license right. to use it So that's fair enough. But yeah, in in answer to your question. Yeah, it's a good question. And and there are legal limits as there are for things like quad bikes in terms of vehicles. And um, in terms of your island equation, my answer to that would be it's an island if it touches the the, the, the seabed. uh, And it's not floating. No, but rocks touch
0: the seabed. I mean, if you go to, I mean, I mean the needles at in 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 the Isle of Wight, for instance, they're sticking out of the sea. They're attached to the seabed, but they're just that's an island. Uh, Is it? Is it officially legally an island?
1: I'm saying so. I declare it.
0: <laughs> OK, Ted says so, so it must be true.
1: <laughs> anyway, I want one of those. I'd really like one of those electric bikes. They're really nifty. Even though you can't use it without a motorcycle licence, um, I still like well, one. Well, you know
0: what? In in lieu of not having anything, I want one too because it does look like yeah. a lovely, sexy beast. Now, you want two things. You're being greedy this week. What you else can, do you want? Yeah,
1: You can, you can have my second one um, because it's a Marshall Minor 3, um, which are... Earbuds buds thingies, but they're not horrible, sticky-in-your-ear ones that Steve Litchfield used to like. He Actually, I accused him of that in the post, and he said, no, I don't like them anymore. Um, I've, I've changed my mind. I'm having outer ear ones. Fair enough. But these ones look really nice. Um, I love Marshall stuff, as does Steve. Um, and, and probably you do I as do, well. Yeah, yes. But they're they're little. They're not in your ear ones. They're they're hanging down ones with the apple style kind of um, prongs falling down. One hundred and twenty quid. So they're not cheap. They do have a wireless charging, um, Qi charging box though they come with. They have an IP4 rating for sweat for the earphones. They have an IPX3. Um, rating for the case as well which is quite unusual um battery is the usual thing that i fall down on and but it's not too bad they've got um five hours of use away from the box and if you carry the box and charge it up again you get 25 hours total so five charges effectively um while you're out and about which is not bad at all um usb-c there's no noise cancelling with these so they're quite basic in that respect and you get all the tap and swipe controls they and they, but more importantly they just look really cool um they're in quite short supply in the UK because they've only just started arriving um and going on sale but they look really really nice and just because they are Marshall and they look so cool they've got all the the kind of um usual Marshall markings on them and they they look like an amplifier and you know the the usual thing and Marshall stuff is just lovely and I want them
0: I don't disagree. I think they're gorgeous. I'm looking at them too. And if, if I wanted such a thing, I would want them. They are lovely. But I'm sorry, okay. they're in the ear. If you put it in your ear and it stays where it is because it's holding on to your ear, it's in your ear. I mean okay it doesn 't go down no, it's into on your ear lobe. yes it doesn 't stick down into your ear canal, but I would yeah, still argue yeah, that it 's yeah. in your ear now i'm i'm afraid i 'm very much an exponent of good old fashioned cans right over the whole ear yeah,
1: yeah so so am I, absolutely, but there are times when you just don't if you're if you 're using them for longer term, I do find that however good and comfortable ear- headphones are after about four or five hours yes. th- they 're just you know. They're just hurting. We're well, not hurting, but you want to get them off. Yeah. And they're just, you know? And, and with these little bugs. Yeah, buds. okay, P- point taken. I
0: don't yeah, think they're yeah, for me. The other thing that springs to mind is just a question about not necessarily these, but in general. Did you say they were chi um, uh, charging rather than connect with the contact?
1: You can do either. You can do USB C or chi charging. Because I'm wondering,
0: wouldn't it be nice to have these that, because I can see when they go in the box, they go in the box sort of arrow downwards with their head yeah. sticking out. Wouldn't it be nice to have a box where you can just chuck them in as if you're throwing them into a cup, for instance, arbitrarily? It doesn't matter how they land yeah. and then they charge because they're chi-charging. So it doesn't matter about which position they're in, which way up they are. As long as you pop them in the vessel, they'll charge. I think that would be very good. Cool. Yeah.
1: That would be or, very neat. Or chi-charging... Um, or, um, earbuds, that you don't need the box to charge. So you just sit them on a, a cheap On a pad, yes. But you don't have to worry about which way you... Of the box. Exactly.
0: But you just put them down and it doesn't matter which way up they go, they just go yeah. down on the thing and charge. Yeah. Yes.
1: Here, yeah. yes. right to Marshall.
0: Or that charge because they suck out <laughs> the earwax from your ear and become charged. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yes, moving on. Still you and still using
0: Oh, your, your, your dulcet tones, Ted, are so beautiful. Um, i tell you what I'm still using. I'm still using, and here it is. Maybe you can hear it. It is the Contigio West Loop Auto Seal Thermal Mug, which I bought. You may remember I uh, one of my early requests on the group was to try to find something I could drink from at night. Oh, yeah. um, Because I was I, uh, having broken the latest phone by spilling a glass of water on it overnight. Oh, I decided yeah. now is the time to find something more secure. And the reason I love this thing is because you don't have... It, it screws up in about a quarter of a turn. So when you're putting it together and undoing it, you only have to turn it about a quarter way to do it up, which sounds like good grief get a life. Don't be so lazy. But when you're doing it every <laughs> single night and every single morning, it is nice not to have to stand there twisting the thing tight. Um, that's lovely. It's got a push button. You pick it up. You press the button with your fingers and then where your thumb is on the other side, that's where the little opening appears and you can drink from it. As soon as you let go, it's sealed again. So if you put it down and drop it, it won't matter it's secure. And I'm still using it. I'm use, I've am i used it every single night since the 30th of October 2020 when I brought it on the show. So good grief. One year and one day. How about that? No. Oh. I'm being a bad boy, aren't I? It's only been 11 months. It's not a it's year. Not a... <clears throat> Never mind. It's so good. It's so good. You, you you went over with your cheapest chips, so I'm going under <laughs> with my still using. It's phenomenal. And I do believe that Chris Kelly then commented that he he, he knew of them and, and also um, advocated their, their their good use. So, well done. Thank you very much to
1: I, 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 I do remember this. I, I'd, I'd forgotten about the auto-seal button, though. It's like, it's like a um, dead man's handle, isn't it? That you've got to You've got to press it. If you pick it up and put it to your lips and swig, nothing will happen. If you press
0: the button, you'll get the liquid. And then as soon as you let go of the button, it stops, which is the ideal thing. So even if you drop it mid drinking, it won't spill.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. Now I'm trying. I'm trying to decide which colour. I mean, I, I could like.
0: also imagine. Am I going to get a second purchase out of you today? I should be on a commission. Um, I'm try-
1: No, it's, it's it's too much for a impulse buy. It's twenty three oh, right. seventy seven. I'm also wondering you though know. if
0: you were a trucker, for instance, this would be absolutely a yeah. godsend because yeah. you could because it's it's thermos. I mean, I, I make no use of the thermal quality at all except that in the in the summer I put cold water in and it's nice and cool during the night. But of course, you could put a hot, hot cup of coffee in there and it would stay hot for you know as long as of regular thermos would keep it hot.
1: So, um, yeah, thoroughly It's only uh, only 470 mils, however, so it's not that big. Um, And going back to what I was saying, I think that my favourite colour is Earl Grey colour. It's like a a cornflower blue almost. That's really nice.
0: That is a lovely colour. And um, the size hasn't worried me at all because I I wouldn't drink that much water during the the night. So I actually find the size is perfect for me. Um, What colour did you get? I got black. As, right. as we discussed earlier, I was drawn yeah, straight yeah, to the yeah. black. And, um, well, it's lasted tremendously. I mean, it has... It ha- I mean, the sod's law. I mean, I don't think I've had one accident where it would have spilt had it not been sealed. But um, I think I may have dropped it once or twice in the course of owning it and it's never come to any harm. It's very solid. I could probably... I know that tune. I could probably um, chuck it across the room and it would probably damage the wall rather than damage itself. So It's a good, sturdy piece of kit. Very
1: good. Very good indeed. You're welcome. Very nice. And that was from, oh, yeah, as you say. A, yeah, um, I've actually been a
0: bit a bit of a naughty boy. I was sh- a month out.
1: Show one, two, three. Now, my um, item that I'm still using was on show 101, which was in February 2020. And it is the my Oxford HD Loop chain lock which um, I got to secure my moped and the reason I wanted a loop one was because uh, I thought it was going to do the job properly um, rather than just a loop around itself one and actually it does kind of do the job properly um, and it is completely solid now I was going to say there's been no issues, um, but to be fair, no one's tried to um, nick it or or cut. I mean, if they come along with cutting gear, no doubt it wouldn't be much good. But it is really solid. It's not cheap. It's 50-odd quid, um, but it really is ever so solid. And it must act as some sort of deterrent, I think, because it's not... um, Anyway, it did. It, um, I say it hasn't been tested. It was. It did survive the lawnmower um, test here one day. It was <laughs> laid. It was laid across. I, I wasn't here. I, I was away on the moped, and it was laid across the grass. And the people that cut the grass just obviously came along, didn't see it, and drove over Ooh. it with their cutter. And um it, it did kind of cut up the cloth that's around the the thing, but it but the the chain was absolutely fine, and it did do probably you know. Knackered I was blades. going to ask
0: it probably did more damage to their blades. <laughs> Ted, am I right in remembering that when you bought this, there was some concern about what it looked like, and the picture wasn't correct, and there was a lot of conversation before you finally settled on buying it because there was some uncertainty about exactly how it worked
1: yeah, um, what, what I couldn't work out was how you get it through the bike end. So so you've got this loop it loops back on itself like a lasso and you can put that round an item, which is what I do. Yes. Something solid, and then you, then you're left with this end with a padlock on it. And what do you do with that? And uh, and my the spokes in the wheel were too small to push it through and come back on itself. So, um, in the end, I got another one, <laughs> which was which was not a loop chain but an ordinary chain, and that goes round. If you can imagine a moped, a modern moped, it's got a, a footplate where you where you you keep your feet in the middle. Yes and i and i wrapped the other one right round the middle of the whole thing so it's not through the wheel but it is it's wrapped round the whole moped and back on itself so yeah between the two of them i got what i wanted but the the loop chain was the main one and that's really yes. good yes splendid well i'm afraid i won't be buying one a because it's 50
0: quid and b because i haven't got a motorbike but
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i'm glad it's worked out for you sir <laughs>
1: OK, then, here we go with our favourite part of the show. John Tanzer is first on right to repack. We've all heard about the right to repair, he says, but what about the right to repack <laughs> in the original box? I'm currently moving house, says John. I save my boxes. So do I. Oh, me Gareth too. All of them. Of them. Yeah. Yes,
0: I've got my Nokia E90 box in a cover. That might be worth something soon.
1: Well. Wow. <laughs> have, have you got the E90? I have. That too, yes. Wow. <laughs> Keep the battery charged. Um, Samsung is first, he says. I could not get the stand off the 40-inch TV to get it back in the box. It was welded in place by the rubber between it and the chassis of the device. A nice chap from Samsung confirmed there was no way to solve this. Hewlett-Packard is next. Could not work out how to put the foam back around the 27-inch computer so it would fit back in the box. Hewlett-Packard's support was useless, eventually accusing me of cutting them off. And they then close the case. Yeah. Very helpful. Surely these companies, says John, should think about repacking. Would it be beyond them to put a repacking instruction in the box? Good point. Something that I've never really thought about before, but you're absolutely right, John. Um, when I've come to repack things, it often is a real challenge and a, a bit of a, a Krypton, um, what's it called? Uh. A kript, a, a krypton, kryptonite, krypton factor, <laughs> it, krypton, a krypton factor. It is, it is to, because to I mean, you
0: know, I've, I when I return stuff to Amazon, sometimes getting it back into the box is really, yeah, I, it's a good point, John. I suppose the problem is how you know, when you look at the number of items sold against the number of items repacked, they would claim it's not worth the effort of putting any assistance towards repacking because such a small percentage of people actually do repack. But it is a good
1: and it and it would rec- and it would encourage people to. Return and it would encourage, yeah.
0: I mean, the other <laughs> thing is, of course, these packages that you need a degree in physics to open when you buy some of these molded plastic packages that you sort of break every finger on, on your body trying to get in. So yeah, yeah. Don't, so I mean, don't even think about trying to repack one of those.
1: Indeed. Thank you,
0: John. Yes, good call. Um. I've got one that occurred to me again the other day because I was in a situation uh, in a pub with my mother and we'd had lunch and it was a very nice lunch and we asked for the dessert menu and what a surprise. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream or ice cream. Um, I've I've whinged about this on the show before. I've nothing against ice cream. Ice cream is gorgeous. Ice cream is delicious. I love ice cream. But what I don't love is how... Puddings are disappearing in favour of ice cream. I've said it before, but it seems to be getting worse. You go into what would, in a year or two or three or four years ago, have been traditional British fare, Spotted Dick, Jam Roly-Poly, treacle pudding and custard, and all these lovely English puddings that you'd expect to buy in English in pubs, and what do you get now? Ice cream. And then, when they do have apple crumble, they don't serve it with custard. They serve it with ice cream. I don't want ice cream. That's all I, you know, it's just a shame. It's, it's, I suppose it's, it's quick, it's easy, it's cheap. You can bung a lot of ice cream in the freezer and it's ready the moment a customer wants it, whereas other puddings take time and effort and expense and preparation. I get that. But I'm sorry, it's not an excuse. Bring back puddings.
1: The cads. Yes, that's it. The cads and binders. <laughs> binders, I yeah, say. Yeah, binders.
0: Bring me back my pudding. I want my spotted
1: Dick. Joe Fallon is next on loud Podcast. Podcasts that start off with really <laughs> loud intro music. All snug listening to your podcast, nice and low, falling asleep, then boom, your player moves on to the next podcast. Um, and you get belted around the ears I, I, I'd i never really thought about this before but I, and I don't think it applies to us we've got very nice music um, and uh, but I don't know, thinking about it, the the Steve's phone show, the video one, not the audio one but the phone show, that starts with some really kind of um, crashing music and also uh, he, he does the projector room ones which be, begins with a gong, yes. so I suppose that's quite loud, um, but I, I'm not complaining because Steve does it um, out of the goodness of his heart and all the rest of it, it uh, and he Chose that music, and it's no problem. But I'd never really considered this before, and it hasn't, I haven't, I hadn't really come across it. Maybe it's because I don't fall asleep listening to middle of podcasts, I always get it to finish when the end of the episode finishes. Or, anyway, good point, Joe. Yeah, I
0: mean, you, you can, you can normalize, you can balance the sound within a podcast so that the whole podcast is at a pleasant volume, both spoken and musical content. That's easy. The problem is, there's no the uniformity between different podcasts. I mean, even on a radio station, every programme will be balanced against the one before and after it because they're coming over the same programme, the same radio station. But it's like when you go to YouTube, you'll watch one video and you have to turn the volume up and then you put another video on and you practically blow blood out of your ears because it's so loud. There's just no... Just, yeah. yeah, so I, I think own all that any of us, myself and Steve and you and everybody who makes podcasts, all we can do is make our own podcasts at a good, pleasant, sensible listening level within the podcast. But if somebody else chooses to mix their podcast at a generally higher level throughout, what can you do? I mean, you can't hold one person responsible for the volume that the next podcast is going to come out at.
1: Point made and well taken. Thank you, sir. Let's give someone a gold star. Once again, I'm going to give a gold star... To the members of the MeWe group for chipping in and helping me keep the rotation of stuff going to hopefully make podcasts and the content of the group going. It's, it really is, all, all, you know, all, in all seriousness, it's a real big help yes. because it enables me, um, without decent income these days, to to buy stuff to test and to try out and and sell on and blah blah blah. And people are in really really generous, and I'm very happy if it's just a coffee, you know, just a, just a few quid, just the price of a coffee it doesn't have to be a load of money whatever you can afford to do and that will be really helpful and thank you you're very kind and very clearly supportive of what I and the rest of the team of podcasters do and, and, and you clearly enjoy the content so thank you again well done um, the links to that stuff is To buy me a coffee, personally, you can go to paypal.me forward slash Ted Salmon or ask for my bank details, drop me a message somewhere or an email and I'll give you the bank details. tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK gives you the link to get the Amazon Associates going and they give me a few pennies with everything you buy. So if you just go to that tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon Ted UK and just start buying it, it'll cost you the same amount of money, but they give me a bit of a, a cashback on whatever you buy. Um, and if you specifically want to buy vouchers for us to get stuff in for whatever works, then just um, buy an Amazon gift voucher um, for and, and send it to salmon at gmail.com and I'll turn that into cash, which Aidan and I can use to get stuff in to test for whatever works. But anyway, the gold star, yes. I, I know that I, I do this now and again, but I, I really do appreciate what people are doing to support all of what we're doing. Not just me, but the team as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's all I can say. Here, here, sir. Absolutely.
1: Rather, rather. Rather. Okay, we're done.
0: Are we done? We're done. We're, we're,
1: we're, we're, oh, we're over an hour, look. We're over <sighs> an hour. And you haven't put the jingles oh, in yet. Oh, my goodness. You lazy oh. swine.
0: I, I'm going to put in a nice loud <laughs> jingle <laughs>
1: <laughs> right we'll be back in two weeks time as always whateverworks.works is our website links to all the stuff we've been talking about over there and in your podcatcher hopefully TedSalmon.com is where you'll find me aidenbell.com for Aidan. and don't forget the MeWe group that's where we hang out that's where we do our stuff let us know whatever works in your life and we'll bring the highlights of that to the coming shows That's about it. Any last words from my um, learned co-host? No, I don't think so. Just um, looking forward to editing the show, putting it together
0: at a respectable volume and bringing it to the good folk in the community groups. Thank you.
1: Okay, so don't forget, whatever works, works,
0: works, works!